At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, fine citizens? Welcome into the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit City Cast. Hope your week is going well. We continue to throw out winners for you, and we're going to do a deep dive into both the NBA Finals and some early betting action on football. We're less than 100 days away, and my man, no better to talk to than the senior content manager for strategy at Bet Rivers, he has all the information. Uh, we're going to dive into the NBA Finals and see where the action's been there. We're going to dive into what's going on in the NFL early as far as props go and win totals and futures. And, of course, focus on the Lions angle. There's some very interesting things going on in the the prop markets as far as defensive rookie of the year with Aiden Hutchinson, the favorite at 5.5-1. to one. Dan Campbell, the second favorite at 15-1 for coach of the year. And, of course, the Lions win total 6.5, futures, division, all that different stuff. Looking forward to talking to Troy Mocker in just a little bit. Let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Tigers, after that uh, not good or fun time in New York, get back to the action later tonight against the Pirates. Pirates having kind of a rough year like the Tigers as well. Three more wins than the Pirates have than Detroit, 24 and 28. Tigers, 21 and 33 on the year. But as we talked about yesterday, kind of a mini preview of this game, Tarek Skubal has been incredible. I was able to see him live for the first time this year uh, last Wednesday when he had that masterful 5-0 win over the Twins. 4-2 and two on the year, 2.15 ERA. 
Quintana goes for the Pirates. He's been pretty good too, not decision-wise, but ERA-wise. One uh, and two on the year and a 2.32 ERA. This game right now at Bat Rivers has the... Uh, remember, we, we I talked about before the line came out, thinking it would be around even both sides. I didn't expect this. And a lot of this, obviously, is respect for for Der, uh, Derek Skubel. For Tarek Skubel, uh, definitely the best Tigers pitcher this year. Tigers are minus 132. I thought maybe minus 120, maybe minus 115, maybe even minus 110. They are minus 132, and I, we're seeing action on the Tigers at a very heavy rate, so it could go up. So if you're listening to the show early in the day, I, I, I like the Tigers a lot tonight. I would grab it. Uh, I looked at the run line as well, minus 1.5, plus 128. Pirates on the comeback, by the way, plus 114. And on the run line, plus 1.5, minus 162. And the total 7 over minus 109 and under minus 109. But I definitely have a full unit play on the Tigers. Uh, did not think it would be this high, but I still like them a lot. I might throw them in a parlay run line-wise with the under 7, because this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, but definitely a full unit play on the Tigers. This is one of those rare spots where it's definitely worth laying the money just because of how good Scooble has been. And like I said, Quintana's been good as well, but the Tigers with Scooble have just really got mojo going, and I really like the uh, value with what he does on the mound against a pretty bad offense in Pittsburgh. Let's take a look at the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs when you got the Eastern Conference Finals coming up later tonight. Rangers lead that series, of course, two games to one. This is where things can really change in this series. Lightning win this game, we probably go seven. Rangers win this game, they might win this series in five. Rangers right now plus 150 at Bet Rivers. Lightning minus 180. Lightning minus one and a half on the puck line plus 150. Rangers plus one and a half minus 180. And the total is five and a half over plus 108, under minus 127. So listen, we've talked about this, uh, that I have some big futures tickets on the Stanley Cup Finals matchup. Rangers-Oilers at 30-1. to Rangers-Avalanche at 20-1. to And so I'm not going to touch anything, you know, with the, the Rangers in this game. But I, I, I love the value of the plus 150 there. There's no way I'm laying 180. And there's no way with Shesterkin in that I'm taking the Lightning minus 1.5. So it, maybe if you don't have any, you know, futures action like I do with the Rangers being able to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, I would lean on a, a solid play on the New York Rangers plus 150. I think they win this game. And even if they don't, you know, you're getting incredible value with the plus 150. But I just think that this Rangers team, Gerard Gallant, they've been so good after losses. They've won five elimination games this year. And I, I just, I think the Rangers have it going and they're going to get to the Stanley Cup Finals one way or another. And if they win game four, they are very, very, very likely to get to the Stanley Cup Finals in either five or six games. So that's where I'm at with uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Game number four. An early look at the RBC Canadian Open. Official plays will be posted on my Twitter on Wednesday at DanLeach971. I will make a video for you. Rory McIlroy Justin Thomas, your two favorites, I'm sorry, three favorites with Scotty Scheffler, all 9-1. to one. Really solid field, to be honest, week before the U.S. Open. We saw this after the PGA. We saw it before the PGA Championship with this new, basically, year-round golf schedule. Well, then, of course, the golfers aren't, pros aren't playing all the, the tournaments where there's really just very little break. I mean, a little break after November and a little break early in the year uh, after the early stuff in January. Uh, but to me, you know, there were great fields in these tournaments the week before a major and to, a lot of times you're going to have guys that are not on the top five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 
of the odds board. You're going to have guys further down in the 30s or 40s or 50 to 1 because some guys are, you know, more of a tune-up for the U.S. Open. Some guys are not in the form right now to win a tournament the week before the U.S. Open. So we'll see what happens. But you got those three as the favorite. Cam Smith, who, of course, played great uh, leading into the final round. Uh, and had kind of struggles at the end of the second round. Uh, he's 11 to 1. Sam Burns, 14 to 1. Matthew Fitzpatrick and Shane Lowry. I might have a play on Lowry this week. He, they're both 16 to 1. Then Corey Connors in his home uh, country is 20 to 1. Tony Finau, 25 to 1. My man HV3, who almost got us a huge catch a couple weeks ago until he absolutely fell apart amongst the seams. He is 33 to 1, along with Tyrell Hatton, Chris Kirk, Adam Hadwin. 40 to 1. So we'll have the full official selections for that coming up on Wednesday on my Twitter and all my social medias at DanLeach971. And of course, Game 3 of the NBA Finals on Wednesday. Me and Troy Mocker are going to get into that. Uh, as I talked about yesterday, and I still feel this way today, love the Warriors on the money line. It's a full unit and a half play for me there. Plus 133 is where the Warriors are at right now. Bet Rivers, uh, Celtics minus 157. Spread is still Celtics minus 3.5, minus 110 both ways. Total is 2.5, or excuse me, 212.5, over minus 110, under minus 112. So I'm, I'm, I, I lean on the over, but it's a full official unit and a half play on the Warriors. And me and Troy Mocker will break down where all the action is on that coming up in just a bit. And that's a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. He will join us next. My man, Troy Mocker, Senior Manager for Content Strategy at Bet Rivers. Always enjoy talking to him. We'll do a deep dive on many things, including football. It might be less than 100 days away and getting closer, but it feels like it's right there for us. And there's a lot of value to be made while odds are still at a different place where they'll be coming up later in the summer before we get closer to training camp. So look forward to the discussion with Troy coming straight ahead here on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Baseball is here and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25 and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. And here he is, the T-Man, Troy Mocker, Senior Manager for Content Strategy from Bet Rivers, one of my favorite peeps. Uh, I know, Troy, not everyone can see the visual greatness of yourself right now, but you are wearing a Diamondbacks hat circa 2001, back when they actually were good. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, this has the logo, if you can see, from the, that World Series. Uh, growing up in the Mid-Atlantic, uh, you know, I was a, an Orioles fan, but equally as much, I hated the Yankees. And oh, so I too. was all over uh, loving the upstart, uh, recently added uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. And I love, uh, you know, buzzer beaters and walk-offs of any type. And there really, there aren't many walk-offs in baseball history better than Luis Gonzalez's walk-off to win the World Series. I mean, there's like probably three to five more, but that's how epic it was uh, uh, considering another new team uh, won the World Series, you know, after the Marlins had already done it. Not only am I with you on like every part of that, but being a Tigers fan, we hate the Yankees. And I bet, I made a lot of money betting on the Diamondbacks that series because everyone was on the Yankees. And I was telling you a story before we got started tonight that I was in Vegas. This is back, I'm 11 years sober now. This is back when I did drink and I was hammered and I had like $400 bills on me. And I ended up going to the roulette table at Mandalay Bay. This was like a month after the World Series. 
and Luis Gonzalez, former Tiger, just happened to be there. And I put, you know, everyone says, always oh, bet on black. And I'm not a big roulette guy, so I'm not trying to say I had some strategy. I literally bet four straight times in a row on black, lost every time. But I got to hang out with Luis Gonzalez for about 10 minutes. That was yeah. fun. No, that, that, that's worth $400, in my opinion. Obviously. I mean, probably worth $4,000. Uh, Troy, there's a lot I want to get to you with here and we're going to get into, you know, NFL stuff as, as we're less than hundred days away and, and see where we're at with some maybe future stuff coming in. And if there's anything you kind of, you know, pop it out at you when it comes to the Lions, uh, particularly or the Michigan Wolverines, but let, let's start with the NBA finals. And before we get into some of the numbers, as far as, you know, money and ticket numbers percentage wise on the game itself, on the spread and on the money line, just kind of your general feel of what you've seen so far, as far as bets coming in and, you know, are you seeing specific same game parlays being made a lot? What what has kind of been the feeling with the NBA Finals? Because we know that it's not football and nothing is, but it's definitely a lot bigger than baseball. And I would say there's probably a lot of people betting on the NBA Finals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of people betting on the NBA Finals. Uh, game two was the most wagered on game of the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Warriors to cover was the most wagered on side of any type uh, in the NBA playoffs thus far. Uh, that was good for the public considering that they they took a big L in game one. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting. The thing you're seeing is a massive uptick, not just in the, in the finals of the playoffs, uh, but in the NBA, and it's manifesting itself now, uh, is – just the increase in popularity of player props uh, and not just necessarily Steph Curry uh, over 27 and a half points or Steph Curry total rebounds, assists and three point mix. But really the same thing you see in football, which is the second tier guy or like the, the backup running back to have over two and a half uh, receptions. Uh, yeah, you're, like Jordan Poole over one and a half threes in right. game one. It actually lost me a seven leg parlay that would have won me a ton of money, but then of course, game two, he had three. Yeah. Um, in game one, uh, one of the largest uh, prop bets we took was uh, $9,000 on Robert, uh, not Robert Williams, Grant Williams over seven and a half points. I think he had one point. Um, so, <laughs> so we see large bets and a lot of popular uh, plays right. on the, the guys in the weeds. And I think because um, it's a little easier to predict given, uh, you know, um, their playing time is, is going to be more uh, by the book. And but also, you know, if they get hot, they stay in. And, and it, we, we, what we've seen from Al Horford, you know, that he, MVP voting on how Al Horford has also been incredibly popular, um, just considering the value you could get out of him even after game one. Now, I think because everyone thought that Steph Curry, especially after the first quarter of game one, was just a lock. Uh, even before, you know, uh, he he was the leader in MVP votes, uh, MVP, sorry, tickets and uh, and money. But after game one, you know, I don't think a lot of people expected the Warriors to lose, especially not after the first half. Um, overall, I'm just I'm I think the Warriors are going to win. I think they're the better team, but have the better players on the better team. But the Celtics, when locked in, are excellent defensive. They have all the pieces you want. Um, but, yeah. you know, their star player has willed himself to not being as bad as maybe he could have been or should have been. Jason Tatum hasn't been great thus far, in my opinion, um, and they need that. But they can click as well. I'm I'm much more intrigued by this series than I thought I would be, not just given the matchup, but given that pretty much every series leading into it was a dud. Yeah, well, you got the two top defenses in the NBA, and to your point about 
the Celtics, you know, the only problem is, and I want to get to, you know, go backwards in a second here on, on a futures play after game one and, and see what you think about what I gave out on my show and where you guys were at as far as the money coming in. Um, you know, the Celtics have not been good at home in the playoffs. They've been way better on the road. So the fact the Warriors lost game one obviously was surprising. You, I mean, it's okay to lose game one, but when you have, right. you know, 14-point lead, that's ridiculous yeah. at home. But the, the fact that they're now tied and they're going back to Boston for three and Boston's been bad at home, if Golden State wins games two and three, or three and four, obviously the series is over, in my opinion. But the, the Celts almost, it's its like they've been so bad at home, they have to win at least one of the next two games and have the series at 2-2 or big trouble on, on their side. But so before, after game one, you know, the Warriors starting the series were almost a minus what was it, 160, 170 or so to win the series. Yeah. I gave out on my show and actually made a pretty big bet myself at the Warriors plus 150. I know it went down to 140. What a, what kind of action, because I, I actually was surprised. I thought, and obviously the Celtics played great at the end of game number one and had that biggest disparity in the history of the NBA Finals as far as a quarter goes, and the Celtics scored 40 and the Warriors gave up 40. But I, I thought it'd be closer to maybe like, you know, even money, maybe, you know, plus 110. Did you take a lot of money on the Warriors series after game one, or was it just kind of two-way action? No, we we took a decent amount of money on uh, the Warriors to win the series after game one, uh, strictly because, like you said, it was plus 150. That is a great number. I was very surprised by that. You know, there were some uh, metrics, I know, 538 before the series, basically we're, we're calling the Celtics minus 400 to win the series. So if you're, you know, looking at the value, if, you, if you're believing 538, which is pretty good at what they do uh you know um getting anything under that is great is that i think there's been some overreaction i think that happens in the nba uh, both in games you know people were calling for the game to end after the first quarter in game one because the the warriors were up 12 there is a quick overreaction in the in the nba as it relates to comment live commentary but also betting i think because there are so many points uh it can be so player driven uh, players can go so hot and cold, even the greats like Steph Curry, who scored, uh, what was it, 21 points in the first quarter, uh, but also had 21 points in the first half of game one. Um, so uh, I was really surprised to see it flip that much to Warriors plus 150. But I wasn't I was glad, even though, um, you know, it's going to end up costing the book. I'm glad to see so many people jump on that because that's what I would do. Uh, I, I hunt for plus money where I can get it. Uh, and And the Warriors... I mean, when healthy, they're perfect in the finals. Um, you know, uh, they're. They, I don't think uh, they they have really any uh, weaknesses. Uh, maybe age a little bit, but that is just such a great number to me. Yeah, leading into game into this series, you know, the Celts had zero games of NBA Finals experience. Yep. The Warriors had yeah, one hundred and twenty three, and I know it's one series, so you never know. But like that, it means something. And when you look at game three, uh, I wanted to kind of run through some numbers here. Of course, the Bet Rivers right now, Celts minus three and a half, minus 157 on the money line, Warriors plus 133 in the total, 212 and a half. And, and are you surprised about this? Because the Celtics obviously at home, and we mentioned this, not been great. I mean, they obviously have won some games, and they can't be in the finals by not being you know somewhat good at home, but they've been way worse at home than on the road. Just 31% of the money is on the Celtics money line, and just 28% of the tickets, and just 26% of the money is on the Celtics spread, and and just 27% of the tickets, if you're wondering, 63% of the tickets on the over and 58% of the money on the over. I actually lean over after being under in game number two. Kind of a zigzag theory for me with the total because I like the over in game number one. Are you surprised there's that big of a disparity uh, with the Warriors getting just, you know, basically 70% of the money or more on the money line or spread? 
Uh, no, uh, I'm not surprised because of what I've seen from the public on the Warriors in the previous two games uh, and basically all postseason. Um, they are, uh, you know, aside from the Suns, uh, the most wagered on team of the postseason. And now the Suns being out, the Warriors are taking just a ton of money. I mean, uh, the spread in game two Warriors to cover was the most wagered on side of the entire postseason. Uh, you know, uh, in game one, they were backed by 81 percent of the money to win. Uh, in game two, after losing game one, they were back by 83% of the money. Now, you know, it's a little surprising at first, but then you're like, wait, no, the Warriors are not losing two games at home to start the NBA Finals. That is not happening, and people are putting their money where their mouth is. Um, it's been, uh, you know, and in the NBA playoffs, uh, I believe it's, what is it? It's like 18-0 and 0 for uh, when a team is backed by 83% of the money or more yep. to win. Um, and it's it, it's still good if you drop it to 75% of the money. So that's, you know, uh, I'm not a single money line better. Uh, you know, if I'm going to do money lines, it's usually uh, on a parlay. But I have, you know, since finding this trend that basically uh, money lines, NBA playoff sides backed by 75% of the money or more, or uh, as of uh, at least last Friday, were uh, 28 and three. Um, I'll bet that every time. That is such a good percentage. Um, yes. And, you know, he took a big L in game one of the NBA finals, but that is, you know, one of the that's more of an aberration. Um, so that that is. Uh, uh, so I'm a little surprised to see the number this low. Uh, now, I know the Warriors are going on the road. The Celtics are at home. It's going to be a raucous home court. But like you said, they've been I won't say they've been bad at home, but they've been average at home. Yeah, not even close to as good as they've been on the road. Yes, and given that they are a very good team that leans on defenses and is cohesive, uh, and that is a you know they're they're a well-oiled machine. You'd figure at home they would just be able to to get the job done. They've been average, I would say. Um, So I'm surprised that the public isn't stronger um, uh, on the Warriors after Game Two, them riding the ship and being able to put together four uh, four full quarters. Yeah, no, everything you say there it makes complete sense. But to me, when I was saying, you know, it's surprising that seven. I mean, it could be almost eighty percent of course yep. the money, but it's on the road. And yep. I, I actually, I, I love the. I gave the Warriors out on the money line on my show yesterday. I love it. And you know, it's an NBA Finals game. There's a ton of action, and that just shows you, as you mentioned, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors. There are certain teams that doesn't matter what the situation, and they just bring in tons of money. And to be honest, that you know, I think there's probably some decent value on the Warriors getting the plus one thirty three because if it was that eighty percent or more, it'd be way less. It'd be like two and a half, two, and plus one fifteen or so. And then there's not a lot of value. One thirty three on the road. I know it's only a three and a half point spread, but with the way the Warriors have played the majority of the playoffs of the year, especially after, you know, blowing them out in game two, running the ship. I think this is a great spot for Golden State to take a lead in the series. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I, w- I would love to go back and look at it, uh, how many times that uh, the, the, the Warriors just flip flopped wins and losses um, in, in the playoffs, you know, that is not something they did early in, in se- yeah, they, series. They hadn't lost yet after losing. They, they, I think they're five and out after a loss. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, they've, they've had some series where they've, they've been up three to one and lost, uh, you know, in seven, but um, I like the Warriors on the road here. Um, you know, especially after, I think if Boston was going to take one of the two games on the road, it was going to be game one, I think. Um, Because you can catch them off guard. The Warriors, while hadn't been in the NBA Finals, they knew what they were getting themselves into, and they expected, you know, the uh, the the Celtics to be all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and and that's what it looked like in the first quarter. But uh, in the second half, in the second and fourth quarters, was unbelievable. Um, But so game one is when the Celtics was gonna were gonna win in San Francisco. 
Uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I if it were, I wish there were better was over under, you know, the games that uh, the the Celt or the Warriors would win in Boston because I'd be more than likely to take over one and a half. I think they could win both games. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, before we get into football, I wanted to ask you just generally on this NBA Finals. Obviously, we're two games in. Have you? Is anything really kind of stood out to you like a, a huge bet on, a, on, on an NBA Finals MVP side uh, series, etc.? Like, because I, I know before the, the series started, I, I wanted to bet against Curry. Not that I didn't think he could win the MVP, and it's very likely if the Warriors win the series, he will because they, I don't think he can win the series without him being MVP. Like, and he's never won one before. But that being said, I'm not laying 115 or taking it, you know, close to even money. I give out Jordan Poole and Wiggins, and Wiggins has played great defense, and still, I guess, has an outside chance if he has a big game going forward to the Warriors winning six or seven uh, at 50 to one each. Anything else that's, that's, that stood out to you, you know, from before the NBA finals started to where we're at now? Well, yeah, we've gotten a, a decent amount of bets and money on Jalen Brown MVP uh, futures, um, which I, you know, I, I'm of the notion where if it's not going to be the star, which is Jason Tatum, it's most likely to be like the third guy or the leader. So, like, maybe your third guy is uh, Al Horford, who is turning back the clock and would get a lot of, uh, you know, sentimental votes. Um, but also then Marcus Smart, who can will a team to a win, you know, is a gritty uh, moxie, can make plays at both ends. And um, we've seen an uptick in Marcus Smart bets. But Jalen Brown, who is the, the number two on that team and is very, very good, I just don't see a scenario where he is – um, you know, going to be the shining star of that team. And if it's going to be well-balanced and everyone else having to pick up because Jason Tatum isn't playing very well, I would think it would be more unlikely to be Marcus Smart or Al Horford. So that would be uh, one interesting thing. And I guess a little bit, um, you know, I think you've made smart suggestions with Wiggins and Poole. Poole specifically, we've seen an uptick in tickets there. But uh, it's still the second most wagered on player uh, on the Warriors is Clay Thompson. And if you got Clay Thompson before the finals, you're catching him at uh, plus twenty five hundred. Um, now, you and know, if you did that, you're not feeling very happy with your bet right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, because everyone wants to think that he, you know, he players don't. This isn't a video game. Um, they're, you know, they they get injuries and they get older and they slow down and and they, you know, Clay Thompson to be who Clay Thompson was four years ago is is never going to happen. I don't think he can be a great shooter, but. Uh, surprised to see that, you know, uh, uh, before the finals tipped off, he was actually backed by 16% of the money. Steph Curry was backed by 41% of the money. Uh, Tatum was only at 15%. So there was more money on Klay Thompson winning the MVP than there was Jason Tatum before game one. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, listen, maybe Klay Thompson ends up obviously getting his, his mojo back, you know, in the next year or two. But he's coming off of, uh, one of the more devastating injuries you'll ever see. He didn't play for almost two years. So yep. uh, no surprise, he's rushing shots and not feeling comfortable. It was terrible in game number two. I think at one point he was like four of 15 or 16, something like that. Great stuff, uh, Troy, on the NBA Finals and looking forward to the rest of these games and a lot of different options uh, and things to go at, at Bet Rivers. But I want to talk a little football because I know we're, you know, we're less than 100 days away. I know we're in June, just the beginning of June, but it's never too early to talk football, especially here in Detroit where, you know, people are going nuts about the Lions. Not winning, they're not going to win 12 games, people, but they're going to be a lot better. I, I want to, before we get into the Detroit stuff, and the NFC North stuff, you know, just looking at the futures, which of course are all bettable on Bet Rivers, and you know, you've got the different awards you could bet on: Defensive Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Hutchinson. I've talked about that on my show. Uh, receiving yards, rushing yards, you know, so many things you can do at Bet Rivers. But just looking at the futures themselves, Bills the favorite at, at six fifty, 
Uh, uh, I was going to say Warriors. Warriors <laughs> are playing football. Buccaneers plus 750 with Brady, of course, coming back. Packers, third favorite, 10 to 1, along with the Chiefs. Then the Rams last year's champ with Matthew Stafford, uh, 11 to 1, Niners, 16 to 1, along with the Chargers. What has kind of stood out to you or any, any big bets coming in, any big trends you're seeing on NFL futures or anything around those lines? Yeah, so the one that we're seeing uh, who's not essentially in the top five would be the Broncos. Uh, we, we we saw even honestly a lot of movement on the Broncos last year, and I was totally out on them. Um, it could be because of, you know, us being, uh, you know, having um, business in Colorado, but sure. um, I understand it this year. You know, they had the parts there. They were missing the conductor, the, the, the train operator, and they got one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, Russell Wilson certainly – um, has some wear on the treads, but he's still one of the best uh, gunslingers in the NFL. He's he's a great leader. I think you know he is worth however many one and a half two wins uh, on the over under uh, win total immediately. Um, you know we've seen them go from plus twenty seven hundred to plus uh, sixteen or plus eighteen hundred, uh, and I like that for the Broncos. And I think and we've seen a lot a big uptick there in terms of big bets. Not a lot yet. You know a couple uh, bets in the th- small thousands. Uh, typically on the uh, the the Bills or the Buccaneers, the one team you're not seeing nearly as many large bets on as you did in the, in the past two years, the Kansas City Chiefs. I still think they're going to be a factor. Yeah. I still think they're a Super Bowl camp contender, but I do think the loss of Ty- Tyreek Hill is big. And, you know, uh, Pat Mahomes is one of the very best quarterbacks in the NFL. He takes a lot of hits. He is, you know, has bang- injuries. He's banged up from time to time. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I I'm not surprised to see that the Chiefs are not being backed by the massive amounts of money that they have been in the last two years. Yeah, you can never sleep on the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care if Hill's there, not there. If they have five injured receivers, you got Patty Mahomes, you're going to have a chance. Andy Reid, Biennemi, obviously geniuses in their own right. Uh, let's talk about the Detroit angle. Of course, there is business, of course, in Michigan and the Midwest, and we've discussed this before. So certain things, like we mentioned during the NCAA basketball tournament, you know, Michigan Wolverine futures for the, you know, the NCAA title. Some of that, a lot of it was dead money because, of course, the Wolverines were a good preseason team and then kind of flamed out until later in the season. But I, I wonder where we're at with the Lions. You know, the total wins is at six and a half. They're the third favorite to win the division ahead of the Bears at nine to one right now at Bet Rivers. Dan Campbell, 15 to one. Uh, the third, the second favorite, actually behind Brian Dable and Doug Peterson, uh, to be the coach of the year. Aiden Hutchinson, uh, one of the favorites to be defense. Actually, he is the favorite right now at Bet Rivers Plus Five Fifty to be defensive rookie of the year. I actually gave that out of my show weeks ago. I love, I love Hutch to have a bunch of sacks, and even if the Lions don't win a ton of games, to still be the defensive rookie of the year. What are we seeing as far as the action coming in on the Detroit Lions? Because I know. Even though we're in baseball season, the Tigers are playing great right now. And, of course, hockey's over and basketball's over. People love the Lions, and I'm sure you're seeing some action coming in because they'll bet them on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, in June, in March, whenever. Well, the thing I'm noticing, especially on win totals, is um, teams near the near the cellar. Uh, we're seeing a, a, who, I will say, teams near the cellar, namely the, the Jets and the Lions, both had good offseasons, both had good drafts. Uh, and you're seeing an uptick in over bets on win totals for the Jets and Lions. And it's standing out. Um, you know, even with the changes for like the Jets from five and a half to six and a half, people are still betting six and a half. And you're seeing that for the Lions as well. Um, are they going to win the Super Bowl? No. But I think 
uh, the public agrees, and I think a lot of people agree that the, those teams in the cellar, like the, the Lions and the Jets, could be markedly improved this year. I, I and I don't think it would be shocking to people. No, they aren't going to flip a switch like the uh, the Astros in 2014 or 2015, where they're they're now a hundred win baseball team after being you know a 30 win baseball team. But I could see the Lions in and around 500, uh, six seven wins. I could uh, you know I could see the Jets uh, there just because of that division. Um, so. Uh, from win total perspective, you know, uh, it's been a huge for uh, the Lions and Jets. Um, the public, who typically uh, craps on those two teams, are putting money and saying, we think they might win more games than they typically do. Uh, and then in, in terms of rookie of the year, uh, I mean, uh, Aiden Hutchinson is uh, backed by the, the most money to win rookie of the year right now uh, by a decent percentage. Um, but I expect... Uh, due to the uh, uptick in, in bets and money from New York being live there, sure. that we will see a huge amount if Kayvon Thibodeau does anything. I think those are going to be the two contenders uh, for the most money early on until a cornerback starts to make a lot of interceptions, um, like we saw with Diggs last year. Um, sure. yeah, the public was switched uh, quick to pivot there, um, even though they pivoted to the wrong person on the Cowboys, and it should have been Mike Parsons. But um, – uh, I, I think you'll see uh, Thibodeau and Hutchinson garner most of the money early on, and then you'll see uh, a secondary player, uh, whether it's Derek Stingley Jr. or something like that. Yeah, um, I was thinking Stingley's strong. the guy that I'm looking at right now at eight to one that probably has the best value. Yeah. if it's not going to be Hutch or Thibodeau. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, uh, to see um, us take more bets and money on defensive rookie of the year this year than offensive, where typically we'll take more money on offensive than than defense. But I don't think anyone is going to uh, argue if we said that this draft class from an offensive perspective in totality, not just wide receivers, wasn't that good. Sure. Go back to the Lions, you know, win total, as you mentioned, the Jets as well. You know, in this day and era of parity, you go back to 2001, they created the eight division format, and now 17 games. Lions won three and had a tie last year. To get to seven, eight is not crazy. I mean, it's not like you know, people are saying, you know, you got to take them to get 12 or 13 wins, which obviously is not happening. So, you know, to have a win total at six and a half, the Jets, you know, close to that as well. As you mentioned, improvements on both sides during the offseason. We'll see if Jamison Williams can get it going early in the season, or even if it's midway through the year, he could be a huge factor. Obviously, Hutchinson will be as well. And uh, Dan Campbell, a big year for him. I wanted to ask you about Campbell. I mentioned Dable and Peterson, the two favorites. But then you've got Kevin O'Connell and Dan Campbell, 15-1 to for Dan Campbell. I have said that Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, I think is the real deal. I think we can already tell, starting with the Stafford trade and obviously a bunch of draft picks and moves he's made thus far, but obviously still early in his tenure. Dan Campbell, I don't know if he's the guy yet, but boy, with all the you know hard knock stuff and the atmosphere and the biting the kneecaps <laughs> and the intensity he brings and the people that seem to just really gravitate toward that, including obviously his team that loves Dan Campbell, to be able to see him on hard knocks, I think is going to really endear him to a lot of people, including some sports writers. If the Lions have a you know at least a decent to good year, seven eight wins, maybe even nine wins, if they got really lucky, even if they miss the playoffs, Campbell could be that coach of the year. What are you seeing on him? At 15 to 1, which I think is tremendous value as well, if you believe the Lions are going to be an improved team in 2022. Right. So, uh, uh, coach of the year betting is not incredibly popular early on and from a volume perspective, um, but we do see uh, a decent amount of uh, sizable bets um, all over the board. Uh, I remember uh, last year or two years ago, it was all on Staley from the Chargers, and I was like, hey, he was one of the smart up and coming hires, but didn't right. garner a lot of noise. Um, uh, so Campbell certainly has some of the larger bets, but, um, in terms of volume, he's not 
there yet. But I think like, all the reasons you mentioned are, are uh, why I think a lot of the public could uh, latch on and be like, they have to give it to this guy. He's he is uh, stoking the fires in me. He's got to be doing the same thing for the sports writers. And I think a lot of, uh, you know, Monday morning quarterbacks think of the same as some of the sports writers uh, as well. <laughs> and just as far as coach of the year voting goes, and if you look at in a lot of scenarios, who wins coach of the year awards, um, it's coaches that got more than you expected. It's not necessarily a coach of a team that won 13 games. It's a coach of a team that won seven when they, when everyone thought they would win two. Uh, you know, there are times where, you know, especially in college sports where it's the coach of the team in third place that was pre predicted last. So yep. it, it's, it's not so much who's the best coach, but who do they think did the most? Uh, and you can do more by, you know, going from three wins to seven wins than, uh, you know, winning 14 games when you won 10 last year. Great stuff as always, Troy. Like I said, we can talk forever with you because you, this is fascinating stuff obviously to me and I know to many of the people that listen to, uh, to my show and will continue to do it throughout the year. Before we get out of here, though, I just wanted to ask you about, you know, we're in the middle of the NBA Finals. we got the Stanley Cup Finals coming up. What kind of things can people expect, you know, as far as maybe specials that Bet River's going to have, boosts that are going on? I know there's that, that same game parlay special that you talk about with the NBA or uh, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. What could we possibly see coming down the pike, at least for these these two big series, NBA Championship on the line, Stanley Cup uh, on the line as well? Yeah, well, you know, so one thing we've been doing all playoffs long and, and we've gotten, uh, it, it's really benefited us in, uh, in the NHL with the NBA helping out a little bit. But as for any, if there's a game seven in, in either sport, the NBA or NHL, uh, for game seven, you log into your Bet Rivers account, you get a 25% profit boost for that game. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, uh, we'll have to see if, if we get that in Colorado, Edmonton. Um, but uh, and the Lightning are certainly trying to make uh, things happen with the, with the, the Rangers. Um, and I'm very, uh, I'm, I think the Warriors are going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven. So, uh, you know, when, if you see game seven in NBA or NHL, log into Bet Rivers and we'll give you a free 25% profit boost for that game. Yep, doesn't get any better than that. It uh, doesn't get any better than talking to you. we got to do a wrestling show soon. I know you're very excited about that, Troy. Uh, Absolutely. I really just want to thank you again for your time. I know you got a lot going on, but this is stuff that I love talking about, love letting my listeners hear. And uh, there's there's a lot of fun going on at Bet Rivers. And you mentioned just that profit boost alone. I mean, I, I talk about this on my show a lot, Troy, and you know this, and we've discussed it when I've had you on before. People might say, okay, 25% profit. If, if you look at the things like that that add up over a year, those are the differences sometimes between making hundreds of dollars or making thousands of dollars. It might seem like something, I don't want to say trivial, but it might seem, oh, 25% profit boost. When you add up different things like that throughout a year, even, you know, obviously you're not going to win all of them, that can lead to a ton of extra money. I tell people every show, check out the specials, check out, you know, I, I give them out myself as well. People need to know about this because it's a way to make a lot of extra money if you're betting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll give you one that I know uh, you'll appreciate as being a big tennis better. But so I'm going through some of the French Open numbers uh, and looking at where uh, Igas Wiatek was uh, in terms of futures betting and and was anyone able to get some value. And I noticed some people uh, play some bets at, at Swiatek to win it at, at plus 725. And I was like, when on earth was she? Yeah, when was that? Yeah. Two years ago? So what happened was she was plus 500. Uh, in in January when the lines opened and someone used uh, multiple people used an odds boost uh, that they had been uh, storing. Uh, we we give out odds boosts like we do profit right. boosts from time to time. So they use that 
um, on Swiatek, and she was the favorite uh, every step of the way. Yeah, she was and, a minus money favorite. And and the field just crumbled uh, around her. Um, you know, where, uh, you know, she still had some competition, but I mean, Halep was out. Uh, so if you uh, use these to your advantage, you can turn, you know, uh, uh, short odds or no value into value and make a larger bet. And if you told anyone you had a ticket on Swiatek a week ago at plus 725, that is some of the best value you could ever find. That's fantastic. I, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, my girl Coco, I had Coco at 12 and 20 to 1. It's a good odd. She got to her first final. Wasn't her time, though. No, no. I mean, it's no one's time right now. Swiatek has won a, however many, 34. 35 in a no. row? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, longest win streak since Venus Williams, I think in 2000 or 2001. Uh, Troy, it's always a top winning streak with you when you're on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Look forward to doing it again. And uh, have a great time with the new child. You're doing a hell of a job. And that Dimebacks hat, I expect you to send that to me tomorrow, and I'll give you $1 for it. Uh, All right, fine, $1,000. As, as long as you don't put it on black, I'm fine. I will not put it on black. Troy, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. There he is, Troy Mocker, the senior manager for content strategy at Bet Rivers. Always a pleasure talking to him. More to come here on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 Thanks again to my man Troy Mocker. Always great to talk with him. We'll be talking with him throughout the summer leading up into football. And like he said, don't forget to check out, as I mentioned on the show every day, profit boosts, odds boosts. There's just all these different things that lead to you making more money, more of a profit, and that's always the best possible outcome when it comes to betting on sports. So great stuff uh, with Troy Mocker. You uh, can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Troy Mocker, T-R-O-Y-M-A-C-H-I-R. I always have some really good nuggets on there when it comes to different betting splits and things going on at Bet Rivers. All right, it's going to do it for us today. We will, don't forget my official RBC Canadian uh, golf selections will be on my Twitter at DanLeach971 on Wednesday. We'll see you back here on the Throwdown Thursday edition. Recap NBA Finals game number three. Look forward to uh, what's going on in the Stanley Cup Finals. And, of course, get really excited about some golf and Belmont uh, horse racing action this weekend. We'll get it all done there on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Until then, though, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch. Out of here.